0: Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 16. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Show notes for today's episode are at 41more.com forward slash 16. This episode is brought to you by my Selling on Etsy Masterclass for Teens. Do you have an entrepreneurial teen in your homeschool? Would they like to earn credit while earning money? This masterclass is totally online and self paced. And once you have access, you have forever access for as many kids as you want to use it for in your homeschool. So if it's not live yet, you'll want to join my email list at 41more.com. But once this class goes live, you can find information at 41more.com forward slash Etsy. So this is episode number 16, Productivity Secrets for Homeschool Moms. Don't you want to know what the secrets are for being productive and getting much more done? Here's a little confession. I get pretty annoyed at the experts who tell me that I have to get up at 4 a.m. to be productive because that is just not me. I have always needed my sleep. I like my sleep. I've never been an early bird. Even all through college, I went to bed no later than 11 and I even would have gone earlier if I could have, and I was up at 7, only because I had class at 8. I mean, I need minimum 8 hours of sleep. So when I had babies and toddlers and I was not getting sleep, oh, this was a that was a very difficult, difficult way to live. I have to get my sleep. So when people tell me, well, the only way to be productive is to set your alarm and get up at 4 a.m. and work for 3 hours before the kids get up, I'm like, are you kidding me? There has to be a better way. So I say, am I unproductive? No, I generally feel like I'm a very productive person. So I stopped feeling guilty that I didn't fit the expert's mold. And here's where I'm going to tell you the productivity secret. You do you. Stop listening to the experts. Because there'll be one expert that says, you need to get up early. The other expert contradicts and says, no, you stay up late. And then the one expert says that, you know, everyone has an opposite opinion. The reality is, you do you. What fits the way you are made? So other examples that might not be you, it might not be the the getting up early thing Maybe some experts say, okay, you need to make a New Year's resolution. And you say, but I hate New Year's resolutions. Okay, you do you. Some people say you have to keep a checklist. Do you? Some people say, hey, join a club or a membership in a group because that's going to keep you accountable. Well, that actually doesn't work for me. Some people say you need to have an empty, cleared off desk. Whereas other people say, no, to be creative, it's okay to have a desk with piles. Well, which is it? It's whatever fits you. Some people live for an empty email inbox, and some people say it doesn't matter. It could be a full inbox. I just know where everything is. It's fine. So here's the secret. You do you. And today we're going to talk about three points in this aspect of productivity, and you can apply them today as a homeschool mom. So I will list resources and links mentioned over at the show notes at 41more.com forward slash sixteen. So let's jump right in. Point number one, what fits the way you work? I love the new book by Melanie Wilson entitled A Year of Living Productively, Weekly Experiments and Getting More Done. What I love about Melanie's book is that she also uses this philosophy of that the systems that you use have to work for you. You can't do it just because someone says this is the way to be productive. And her book is basically a compilation of just dozens and dozens of systems that she has tried and then she kind of rates each one and says here's how i would change it in the future or i would never use it again and so you could read her book and get new ideas and inspiration and try them out for yourself what fits the way you work well you have to look at you, the way you're set up how are you created are you a night owl or a morning person when I finally realized I could stop fighting this, that I am never going to be a morning person, I have so much more freedom to be productive in the hours that work for me. The way our life is set up, you know, I stay up for many, many hours after my whole house has gone to bed because that, when it, in a house with five kids, that's the only time that I have a quiet house. I can't get a whole lot of... Brain and productive and writing work done and blogging and that kind of thing. I can't do that during the day when there's so many interruptions. I just can't. It drives me crazy and I feel like I'm going crazy. So I get all my other stuff done during the day. But when my kids go to bed and the house is quiet, that's when I work. So if I have to stay up super late, which might even be 1 or 2 a.m., but because I homeschool, it doesn't matter. My kids are not all little. I have a lot of high schoolers and middle schoolers right now. So they are. Mainly independent. They have a lot of stuff they can get done. They get up early, they get started, they do their instrument practice, they do all these things that I don't need to help them with anyway. And I get to sleep in and get my sleep because remember, I need my sleep. I am not an early bird. This works for us. And then I have a chunk of time in late morning to early afternoon when I am around three or four hours like, I'm here to help. Let me help you with homeschooling. Let's get this done. And then my high schoolers can finish up if they have more work to do. My younger kids are done. They go off to play. And I can do whatever I need to get done in the house or, you know, get dinner ready or do my work. Once I realized I don't have to do what the experts say, it gave me so much freedom. So maybe this is where you're getting stuck as well. You're trying to do what everyone tells you you should do. And maybe it's not working for how you're created. Another thing to think about is your your personality and your way you react to expectations. I've already done a whole podcast on Gretchen Rubin's book The Four Tendencies and how they apply to your kids and homeschooling. They are that this framework is so eye-opening for how you are most productive as well because some people need outer accountability. They rely on others' expectations c- to kind of hold their feet to the fire and get stuff done. And then other people, it's an inner expectation that's needed. You have to, re- you know, you have to come to your own conclusion that, yes, this is important, and then you personally will just, just go for it and be productive. So I will link to the quiz, and I will link to some posts I've written about this framework, but I think it's so interesting the way I work is I am a questioner. So once I've questioned all these outer expectations of you should be doing this and this and this, if I have researched and I say, yeah, you're right, you know what, this is important, this is going to move me forward in my business or my homeschool or my personal life, I'm going to do it. Once I've turned it into an inner expectation, I'm, I'm pretty much going to do it. I'm not going to quit. But then other people really can't do things just because they have inner expectations. They need that accountability group or that mastermind or that homeschool co-op that keeps them accountable. So you have to see how you're wired. There's no one way to do it. So I would definitely check out the four tendencies framework. Are you a very structured person? Are you creative? I mean, all of these things will help you be productive. Some of us need the checklists and the super structured other of us you know, we're creative and we don't mind the piles because this is how we get inspiration and that kind of thing. Then there's, you know, you have to look at, are you good at beginning lots of tasks but not finishing them? Are you a starter? Or are you good at following things through and finishing, but you don't have great ideas for getting started. So there's lots of aspects to look at, and I'm not going to give you all the answers in this one little podcast, but here are some ways to start thinking about productivity. There's not just one way to get it done. There's not just one way to be productive, and you have to look at the way you're made and use your strengths. Go with your strengths. Don't try to fight against your weaknesses. Go in your strengths. That's point number one. All right, point number two, this, this episode is entitled Productivity Secrets for Homeschool Moms. So it's not just about getting your own stuff done, but it's also how does this work for homeschool? How can you still be productive while you're giving this big chunk of your day away to homeschooling? Because it, is, it does take time. Most of us are not homeschooling and turning our kids free and never checking in on them. We don't have our whole day to ourselves. We do have to fit this in. So let's talk about some great strategies. So once again, I say the best advice is to do what fits your family. So find your family groove, find out when homeschooling makes sense and do it then. It does not have to look like traditional school hours and it doesn't have to look like your friends who do it down the street or in the co-op. You do you. Depending, And it also depends on the season of life you're in, the ages of your kids, uh, work schedules does your husband work? do you work outside the home like all of these things play into it so some people you know they all they love getting up early, get the kids up early, get school done before lunch. If that fits your family and you guys would work best then then do that. maybe you don 't guys don 't work best until after lunch is over and then you do it in the afternoon that 's great depending again on the ages of your kids, I would say you might need a three to four hour window of time where you're focusing on homeschool. Even as the mom, you have a three or four hour window of time daily. I mean, it might be more, it might be less, but I would say that's kind of like average. Find a four hour window of time where you're saying, I'm not answering the phone, I'm not checking social media, I'm not doing email, I'm not working on my side business, I'm not not doing these things. I'm going to focus on doing a great job with homeschooling. And I think that's really going to help you be productive in all the other areas of your life. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But one other idea is, you know, like you do a 10 to 2 schedule. Everyone sleeps in. We get breakfast. We we start, you know, when we're ready at about 10 o'clock. We finish at 2. We put school away and we're done. That's kind of what we do. And it just works great. We don't feel like it's hanging over our heads all day. And we can be productive after school's done at about 2 o'clock. And we go on with all our hobbies and our passions and our businesses and whatever. You have plenty of time to be productive in other areas of your life, but not if you're multitasking. This is such a myth that we can do 50 things at once or even two things at once that require great skill and um, concentration. We really can't, but you have more time than you think. I love the book, 168 Hours by Laura Vanderkam, and I will link to it in the show notes because we never think of our lives in hours do we we think of it in days and we think oh we school you know 5 days a week out of 7 and we think like we can't get anything done but if you look at your week in hours 168 hours okay if you're going to do an average of 4 hours of school a day and it might not take you that long and it might You know, whatever, that's an average. Four hours a day times five, that's only 20 hours a week. Okay, subtract that. You still have 148 hours left. How long are you sleeping every day? Eight hours times seven, subtract 56. I mean, if you subtract out these things, you still have an enormous amount of hours left for projects or work or whatever you want to be productive in the i guess the fact of the matter is it's hard to admit but most of us waste time if we kept track of how much time we wasted scrolling facebook or scrolling pinterest or you know just watching netflix mindlessly there is so much wasted time so if you if you need that for your mental health and being you know not feeling overwhelmed if you need that kind of stuff it's fine but if you're worried about being productive Cut that stuff out because it's taking away time that you could be productive. I have s- found this in my own life. Some seasons of our life, my husband and I, we will binge on you know movies or episodes of a of a series on Netflix Netflix because it's like our date night. We have we, maybe we've been through a intense season where we've both been really busy and we haven't seen each other, and so we will spend you know, a week or two every evening watching TV. But then during those times, I realize I'm not really productive in anything else, but it's okay because it's our relationship and it's kind of like a date night and that kind of thing. So it's okay not to be productive all the time. And it's also okay to be have seasons where you're super productive. So when we have projects going on and he's working on an advanced degree and I have these businesses I'm trying to run, it's okay to be like, okay, we're going to spend the evening. We're not going to watch Netflix after the kids go to bed. We're going to be super productive. It's okay to do that too. Just know that if your goal in the season is to be productive, look at the hours you have, 168 hours in a week subtract school, subtract sleeping, and all these, you know, if you need to be in the car chauffeuring kids to places, how many hours do you have left? You might be surprised that it's more than you think. So I'll link to some forms and different resources where you could – Figure this out in your own life. How many hours do you have to work with? And I guess the point is schedule in what's important. So homeschooling, kind of penciling in your, your calendar. When are we going to do this every day? When does it fit our family? And then the rest of the time is yours. Be productive with whatever you're doing. Okay, point number three is like I kind of was alluding to just now, block schedule productive time. So we think that by mixing it all, you know, home, homeschool work, we think that my multitasking will be more productive. But this might actually be frustrating you because it's actually better to time block. Another awesome book that I would recommend is Deep Work by Cal Newport. And he really shows that we have a myth in our society, especially as women, that we are good at multitasking. Well, you are good at multitasking if it's like folding laundry, which is mindless, and listening to podcasts, which takes some, some concentration. You can do that. But if you're really trying to get deep work done, you know, and actual concentrating on really important tasks, you are not going to be able to do two or three things at once. You just, it just, you won't get your best work done. So if you want to be productive, you need to schedule that time in when it fits your schedule, fits your biological, you know, the way you're made, you will actually be more productive. I have done this in my life and I block schedule in when I'm working. I told you it's in the you know dead of night when no one else in my house is up because that's when I can get my deep work done. Maybe for you it is waking up at 4 a.m., being productive for three hours, and then the rest of your day you don't need to worry about getting that deep work done. So block schedule whatever it is what you need to get done, whatever task or project it is that you're like, I need to get this done, block in, block schedule your productive time. And once you do that, I think you're going to find that you're much more productive. You can set goals and say, okay, this month, what am I getting done? Let me block schedule it in. And I bet you at the end of the month, you're going to be amazed at how much more productive you are. So what do you think? Do you have any comments? Go to the show notes at 4 morecom forward slash 16 and let me know what your best productivity secrets are. Do you agree? Is it that you find your groove? I think this is the the secret sauce for a lot of things in life we can't compare we have to find out how we're structured how we're made and do what fits our uh, makeup so I hope this has helped and I hope you're very productive this week once again check out my selling on Etsy masterclass for teens if it's not live yet you can join my email list or check it out at 4 morecom forward slash Etsy once again show notes are at 4 morecom forward slash 16 thanks for joining me today and happy homeschooling